Hi everybody and thanks so much for tuning into our service today. Welcome to New Hope Community Church in the home and online. The last few weeks have been full of unprecedented changes in our lives. We've never seen anything like social distancing. Now we've got a soft lockdown. And the streets, as Kimberly and I went for a walk yesterday, are dead quiet. Nobody there. Uncertainty, though, is everywhere. And I'm sure you'll find that this new state is quite strange for you as well. Many people are perplexed by COVID-19 and some are barely hanging on because of economic uncertainty and asking the question, what's next? Some folks are online saying, well, there's so much wrong with the world. Actually, friend, it all, there always has been something wrong. That's why Jesus came to this earth. Now, at times like this, we need to hang on to truths that don't change. So what can we learn as we go through this COVID-19 valley together? We're all in it together, and it's better together. So if you've got your notes, I'd encourage you to pick up those, and let's take a look at what the Bible says about the valleys of life. Firstly, the Bible tells us, and number one, valleys are a part of life. So don't be shocked or surprised that you are going to go through valleys in your lifetime. First Peter Chapter 4, verse 12 on your outline says, Don't be surprised when you're tested by troubles or painful suffering as if something unusual has happened to you. Why does he say that? He says that because this is the reality of living in the fallen world. It's not always a mountaintop experience. And God's plan for you actually contains both hills and valleys. Next verse is Deuteronomy 11, 11 tells us that even in the promised land, where God has promised it to his people, and the people are there to enter. He says, the promised land you're about to enter is a land of hills and valleys. You have both in this life. Number two, valleys happen to everyone. They're part of life. Not only are they inevitable, but they're impartial. Psalm 34 verse 19 in the Living Bible says, the good man doesn't escape all troubles. Isn't that true? He has them too. But the Lord helps him in each and every one. That is a blessing. It's saying that nobody sells through life problem free. Nobody. Now that's not news to you or me. Because bad things do happen in life. And being a Christian or a follower of Jesus doesn't exempt you and I this side of eternity. In fact, Jesus even said this in Matthew 5.45. If you have your Bibles, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The third thing the Bible talks about is valleys are unpredictable. Now that's what part of makes them a problem, because you can't predict them. They come unexpectedly. And in fact, if your valleys are like mine, and your problems usually come at the worst possible time, when you're unprepared, and it's the most inconvenient possible moment. Have you ever noticed how quickly things can change in a day? Even in normal times, when things were normal, you can have somebody make a decision that you had nothing to do with, and then, as a spin-off of that, all of a sudden, your life can be turned upside down because somebody, maybe in head office, made a decision that impacts you. The Bible says in Proverbs 27.1, Don't ever brag about tomorrow, since you don't know what the day will bring forth. So we've seen that the Bible gives a realistic view of life. Valleys are inevitable, 
They're impartial, they're unpredictable, just like the one we're going through now together. None of us would have predicted that. The stock market surely didn't. Now you've been through valleys in the past and you and I are gonna go through them again. So I wanna share a few thoughts, again, from your outline on what God says you and I need to remember when we're in this valley of COVID-19, or for that matter, any other value that comes into our lives. So regardless of the challenges that you and I go through, there are three things that God wants us to remember in this valley. Number one, remember that you and I, we're not alone. It says in Psalm 23, even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. So what that's saying is God is with me even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now that's one valley that every one of us on earth is going to go through. Now notice in that scripture it says through. The valley is temporary. You don't stay in the valley. You walk through it. Then he says you're not alone. You're not going to walk through that valley alone. God is with you and he's with me in that valley. Isaiah 43 2 says, When you go through the deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. Well, many people are in deep trouble now. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. That's really comforting. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up by the flames, and the flames will not consume you. I love this verse. As for me, God's presence is all I need. I've made the sovereign Lord my shelter. That's Psalm 73 verse 28. So for you, if God is the Lord of your life, he is your shelter, he's, his presence is all you need. And it reminds us that I am not alone. Again, in Deuteronomy 31.6, the Bible says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you and he will not forsake you. Second, on your outline, remember when you're in the valley that God has a good purpose for this valley. All things work together for good for those who love him. Life this side of eternity, though, will always include suffering. And this is true of everyone, perhaps more so for believers. And sometimes we cannot escape the pressure. What happens? When it comes, we deliberately choose to endure with graceful and calm dignity. We're not panicking or flying off the handle. Notice what Paul says in Romans 5.3. We can even rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and that kind of hope does not disappoint us. Compared to this world, there's lots of kinds of hope in the world and they are false hope and they do disappoint. You know of some of those. But our hope does not disappoint us. Why? Why doesn't it? Because God has poured his love into our hearts and God is building character in us when we're going through this valley. Think of it like this. Suppose you're in the car and you're driving your car and you hear the final score of a rugby game on the radio before you see it on TV. Then you drive in the drive, open the door, sit down, and you come home to watch it on TV now. And actually, 
notice how profoundly your experience changes on that TV game. Because in spite of the early fumbles you see in TV, we can observe it without anxiety. And we endure lost lineouts and setbacks without panics. That is the kind of hope that cannot disappoint because we have an assured outcome. Now God has a way of bringing beauty from ashes. Have you noticed that? And surprising us with hope and joy and peace. Hosea 2.15 says, I will transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. Thirdly and finally, God wants us to remember how much God loves me. When we go through the valley, we must constantly keep God's love and mercy in our focus because everything flows from God's love. Romans 8.39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor the present nor the future nor the powers nor neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in who? Christ Jesus our Lord. That's a stunning promise. I love the word convinced. It means a deep and settled frame of mind so that we are convinced. Four, remember to stay focused on eternity. This is not the end of the story, friends. Isn't that good news? We're halfway through the, the story. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For our present troubles are quite small, and they won't last very long. Yet they are producing in us an eternal glory that will last forever and is greater than anything we can imagine. Friend, you won't be in heaven one minute, and you'll be going, Why was I worrying and fretting? And being anxious when I was going through those different valleys of life. Why was I freaking out? Friends, until we get to heaven, we're going to face valleys. Friends, the truth is, believers have accidents. They have financial problems. They have disappointments and physical illness. And we all go through valleys. But here's the difference between believers and non-believers. We each have the presence of the shepherd. And his sovereign plan, which is unstoppable. He says, I'll be with you. What a staggering privilege that is. The Lord of the universe is my shepherd. And he gives me his promise of power, of protection, of purpose, of presence. Colossians 1.11 says this, God will strengthen you with his own great power so that you will not give up when troubles come, but you will be patient. So he's not just going to give you his presence, he's going to give you his power. What a blessing. I was reading this this week. David, when he was in a tight spot, feeling overwhelmed, he checks his focus, and he asks himself a rhetorical question. Psalm 42 verse 5. Why am I so discouraged? Why so sad? I will put my hope in God. That's a great verse. Anytime you are discouraged, we need to change our focus and our thoughts. And why is that? Because the Bible says don't set your mind on earthly things, social media and the news. Instead, set your mind on the things above so that we're not panicking, we have peace. We're not fearful, we have faith. For we live by faith and not by sight. And that's what gives us 
an eternal perspective to go through the valleys. We don't live for the here and now, and that's why we're not afraid. Would you bow your heads with me and let's pray. Father, may we look to you in this valley of COVID-19. Lord, then there's so much uncertainty. We know that you are certain, that you are stable and that your promises never fail. Father, thank you that we're not alone, but you're the shepherd that guides us through the valleys of our lives. Lord, we also thank you that nothing can ever separate us from your love and your peace. You've poured your love into our hearts, and that's, Father, so that we can share that love with other people. We pray that, Lord, you'd open our eyes to opportunities around us to share your love with others. Holy Spirit, help us be aware of those needs so we can help where we can. Thank you that you're our shepherd and you give us peace, you counsel us, and you comfort us. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. Friends, everybody needs some encouragement. And one of the ways that you can do that is encouraging people to listen to this message. Maybe you want to flick them a link. That's number one. Number two, you may want to join a small group. We certainly are loving our small group. We meet on Friday night. And as you can see, we had a whale of a time, even though Martin looks like he's getting ready to fire one of his zingers at Kimberley. It's free, and I'd encourage you to join this small group online. If you're not in a small group already, we'd love to help you get in a small group. And if you want to mail me an info at newhope.net.nz, that's info, I-N-F-O, at newhope.net.nz, we'll help you get online this week. You can go to our New Hope website, newhope.net.nz and there in the middle of the page as you can see there you can click join us live this weekend for more information and as you go through that and click on that it'll take you to our new page where you can click to get to our YouTube live link and you can see the stream there below that there's a list of five options to help you stay connected with New Hope number one is I'm new and I'd like to stay connected Number two is I'm 70 plus and immunocompromised or you're stuck in isolation and you need some help. If that's you, hit that link. Or, on the other hand, if you'd like to offer some help for people who are stuck, hit that link. Number four, I'd like someone to pray for me. So if you have a specific prayer request, please let us know about that. So ourselves and our prayer groups can pray for you. Or perhaps you want to pray for people and you want to sign up for that. Just let us know. And lastly, Perhaps the last option there is that you'd like to join an online small group. If that's you, please let us know about that. I want you to know that Kimberly and I are praying for you, that God will use this time to grow your faith. Why don't you take this opportunity to enjoy God's word and then augment that with Right Now Media. Or you may want to also use the Spotify playlist that Ben has curated for you. Have a great week. And by the way, thanks so much to Ben and Josh who've worked very hard and diligently on the tech this week. God bless you.